And welcome back to another episode of Round the Table. Um, Mountain Man's not here today. He had some uh, family obligations. So uh, our main man, Token, is going to take his uh, spot tonight or this evening or afternoon or whatever it is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. What up, what up, guys? So, yeah, um, this is our 11th episode. I know we're going to start keeping up because we want to do something special on the 20th episode. So we're on number 11 right now. And uh, I was going to play an audio clip, but... It was actually on Mountain Man's phone, so obviously he's not here, but we're just going to rock right into it. Um, Basically, we're going to take this time in episode to learn more on Token's side of cannabis. Just like we're going to ask him a few questions, like his favorite smoke, how to smoke it, stuff like that. So I got a few questions for him so he can answer all them and let you guys know who, who he is as a smoker. And that that's what we'll... Obviously, you really don't know too much about our family background, so we'll keep it at that. So, uh, anyway, real quick, the first question is, uh, what are, like, the most exclusive strands that you smoked? Like, I'm talking about designer, real like, real designer shit, like, 60 right. and 8th type shit. All right, so, this is way back. I mean, 2009, 2010. Damn. I had some real... Alaskan Thunderfuck. Oh, dude. I've only had the Shatter. Never had, had the flower itself. And uh, what was it? Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Yeah, Trainwreck's pretty good. I've had that. Like, and I've had a shit. couple other ones here and there. But I tell you, bro, that's a whole different experience to have. When it comes to you in a glass jar as a presentation when you when you purchase this <laughs> it's an experience bro because it comes in a glass jar, oh yeah but i didn't even have to purchase it it was gifted to me for my birthday i think it was like my 19th or 20th birthday oh, okay i got it it was amazing it was amazing bro that's good i mean i like always sorry turning up the, the gain a little bit i've seen that our shit was a little a little low but no i think my well, everybody probably knows my exclusive, bro, is a hype train. If you ever tried that, that Never shit had it. is the truth. Like, I think I still have a jar or two of it somewhere, but I've ordered at least. Well, what is it like, though? Okay. Is it, so, is it like a heady high, a body bro, high? Bro, it's something you probably, you have to experience you have to yourself. Experience like, it, it's really, but it's crossed between cheesecake, GMO, um, g- yeah, cheesecake, GMO, and wedding cake. It's a cross between those three brands. And this is how exclusive it is. It's strictly grown out of Colorado by this company. Um, I think uh, Licit Seeds, I believe they're called or something like that. Nice. And they've only have, when they made this seed or made this strand, they got a whole bunch of male plants, a whole bunch of female plants, and they bred them to have seeds. So they took these seeds and destroyed all the plants because they don't bud. They're shitty bud. So they destroyed right. all the plants. They got, this was back about 10 years ago. Around there, they had like 10,000 seeds. Dude, that's a lot. Yeah. And they feminized every single seed. So there's no males. Now we're producing flour. Now now we're just producing flour. There's basically, they made a, they made a strand hype train made 10,000 seeds and then basically extinct it after 10,000 seeds. 
so they're all feminized. Pretty, that's pretty exclusive. So, and it, they only do it twice. They have two two harvests a year, one in the spring, one in the fall. So I'm absolutely excited, and it's through Flavortown Exotics. That's the only place that I know you can get it from because he has like an exclusive like tie to these Shots people. Out. Right? So he actually hit me up, and it's about another month. He's getting more in, and it's it's amazing weed. It's in November and February. Those are only two times a year they release it, and they only release 600 eighths, and that's it. Wow. And hype gets like... Enough. We're going to say enough. Enough. Yeah, I'm going to say enough, but I've probably, in my whole two harvests that I've known about this bud, I've probably bought at least 16 eighths worth because it's so good. And he only sells it in eighths. Like, you can get a quarter, but you're buying two eighths. There's no price break, so it's that exclusive. Like, there's, wow. But it's only $55 an eighth. Like he's, it's not exclusive, like, $75 or no. It's, it's not going to hurt your pocket, exactly. but it's going to make you feel right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, probably one of my favorite marijuanas out there uh, on some real shit, dude. It's pro- But then I was introduced to Truffles. Purple truffles. Truffles is where it's at. Yeah, truffle, purple truffles. The strand is like on the same level, dude. Like it, it's purple truffles, my favorite truffle. Like that shit is bomb, bomb as fuck. Like I had purple truffles, truffle treats, uh, Gary Payton truffles, and shouts out to that Gary Payton. Yo, that yeah, Gary Payton. Gary Payton's bro, good. That I was like a whole. Gary that Payton. was a whole different. That was that was different for me because uh, I had it and I I didn't believe the hype because. I've heard everyone say, oh, man, it's the shit. It's so this, this is that. I'm like, man, I've had so many different experiences with smoking different strains. And everyone's like, oh, this is good. And then it does nothing for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't let it cap. There's real shit out there. And there's people who call it some. It may be the same shit, but it's probably, bro. It's probably just a, a, a worse grow than what you're used to, like. Like Mountain Man had some ice cream cake, and then he got some real ice cream cake, and it's yeah. totally fucking different. Like, but it, they're the same strand. It's just yeah, it was just a shitty, a, a shitty grow. <laughs> I mean, so but you if if people out there really want like the real shit, they got to go for like the prepackaged shit, like the sealed stuff. But don't be too misled because there is fake shit out there. Yeah, people are out here repackaging and rebranding. Over here claiming it's one thing and it's really Ex- not. Exactly. So you just be careful. Just any any company we talk about on our podcast is 100% reputable. Like they won't fuck around. It's their shit. Or they'll let you know that it's not their shit, but they're selling somebody else's shit. Or and it's main source. Exactly. It's not third parties. No. Yeah. It's yeah. There's no middleman there. It's like businessmen meeting. And so, okay. I may know this, but it's been a long time. I know since you uh, speaking like we spoke before, like you said last time on our show, ever since you stopped uh, drinking, I, I don't know your different way. You, you, what's your favorite way to smoke flour now? Like My the just way. yeah, I would have to say smoking a bowl. For one, it saves me weed. Or I'll do a cone once in a while. For a while, okay. I was on that wave. Straight cones. Straight Nothing cones. Nothing else, yeah. bro. Straight cones. But now, my favorite way, I would have to say bowl, then probably a bong, and then I'll, I'll smoke a blunt. But blunt seemed to be the thing because typically I'm not smoking by myself. 
So it's easier yeah. to pass a blunt than it is to it, sit there and keep passing the bong or, or the bowl. bowl. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, but yeah, no, for real. Like smoking a blunt is like chill for me. Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like you can sit there, talk, conversate. Hell, if you're in the games, play your video game and smoke a blunt. Yeah, it's just it's just always something cool, good about a blunt. Like I'll go with like the cone or the bowl or a fucking. Like just make joints. If you're and stuff like if that, you're smoking just... solo, a cone or a joint is the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's quick. It's easy. You save weed. You're not gonna smoke yeah, a lot. You get you're, high. You're not even gonna roll a whole blunt anyway, or smoke a whole blunt rather. Yeah. Especially if you're on the go. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I feel that. But I, I mean, I, I've been rolling a lot of joints lately. But I, there's nothing than just a good old fat blunt. <laughs> like, rolling fingers. Nothing, yeah, dude, there's nothing better than just a fat ass blunt dude on some real shit but i mean okay so your top favorite way to smoke is out of a bowl definitely i i, I dig it i'm getting that's a solo smoke yeah I, i'm getting into bowls more but like bongs i'm not a big bong guy you know they gave me headaches so uh, i it's tend the to head st- rush <clears throat> yeah i tend to stay away from the bongs but when i do like dabs and shit i'll do it but that's about it true true like or i have a little my uh my what are they, a nectar collector. I little, use that a little lot, little sauce too. on the side. Yeah. Okay, what are your um, take on, like, concentrates? Like, dabs, edibles, vapes? Like, what, what is okay. your take on those? Here's, <laughs> here's my thing. Funny, funny story. All right, so the first time I tried a dab, I sort of knew what it was, but I was new to it. It was something brought to me. Yeah. Just chilling, dude's like, yeah, you want to do a dab? I'm like, sure. So I go and rip this dab like I'm just taking a bong rip. No one Bruh. told me. Well, I'm, yeah. No I feel one, that. I feel no that. one told me. I feel that this is going to send you to the moon. Oh yeah, definitely. in point two seconds. Yeah, especially if it's a good dab. Oh, I oh. immediately lost my breath. I'm literally sweating, coughing, <laughs> and everyone's just staring at me like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Bro, you guys did not tell me this was what it was gonna be." But my take on it: tread lightly, especially if you're new to it. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit more costly, but it's more cost effective if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, for me, like I, I'm like I'm a I guess a heavy smoker, I guess you would say. Yeah. So like four or five nectar collector hits, like little. Yeah. And I'm solid, dude. It's like smoking a whole blunt. And I'm solid. Maybe a little bit more. Exactly. Like, I mean, and then you hit it every now and then just to keep that buzz going. Just hit it once or twice really good. And then you're solid. Yeah, that's where it's at. I mean, like I said, it it really all depends on how much you really smoke. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're the guy who smokes in the morning and then smokes, you know, before he goes to sleep, that's probably not the thing for you because you don't want to rip that first oh, thing yeah. in the morning. No, nah. <laughs> you'll be fucked up all day, dude. Especially if you get like sh- good shatter or good. Oh my Word. goodness! You get, you get you a good piece of wax, it'll put you down first oh, thing in the morning. Yeah, you'll wake up and be like, "Oh, I'm going back to bed." All right, that's fuck it. This. Your whole day is fucked up because of that shit. But okay, edibles. I, I know. Uh, I know personally your wife is real big in and in, into edibles. Yeah, Are that's you? her thing. I mean, I, mean I, I like them, but I would prefer to smoke a bowl or a blunt or something. Same here. 
Only because I'm the same only because way. I feel like it's faster. And that's where a lot of people that. that's where a lot of people get it messed up because if you're sitting there you're you're gonna eat the edible and you're like oh man i don't feel it let me eat some more oh man i don't i still don't feel it no no that's a slow build-up okay and i wouldn't even consider that a concentrate that's not a concentrate well i mean it depends on how it's made if it's made with can of butter it's a concentrate it's considered in the eyes of the law it's considered a concentrate if it's made with like terpenes and stuff like that, that's not a concentrate because terpenes are sold legally on the internet. So, right, right. yeah, I mean that's why it, it's you, all depends on how you how you look at it. It's yeah, your perspective, basically. <laughs> but I considered edibles in the concentrate areas because it's not flour. Anything that's any way it's if you don't smoke it. Yes, if you don't smoke it with a bowl or some type of flame in a blunt or a wrap. I consider it a concentrate because it's made from that product. Yeah, it's, it's, a extra- yeah, it's, it's an extraction a, of yeah, it. It's go. not it's the extra- actual flower. Yes, it's, it's an extraction of it because, and when when you do the dabs and all that, that's not flour. That's something from the flower. I mean, and if you get a good edible maker, you're not eating the flour like we it's, used to. Yeah, think you're back not. In yeah, the day. you're not ingesting like, it. Yeah, you're not ingesting the flour. It's all you extract everything. So that I mean, that's when people ask me. I mean, I mean, you're you're quite a f- part of the few that ever. Well, actually, many. Sorry, many that say like you consider edible a concentrate. I do because the law says it. That that that's why. And nah, in my from my perspective, I, mean, I don't think it's a concentrate. It, it's not. It, I mean, it's, it's an extraction, it's but it's just not. A different it's not like they form. It. It's yeah. just a different form. Like. 100% concentrate is dabs and your vapes. Those are 100% concentrates. It's like literally, I mean, it's nearly So not do you on remember the, same level. the old 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 school vaporizers with the bag? Oh yeah. Before they were mobile. Now they have yeah. pocket ones. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, I do. That's yeah. Put your butt in there. Yeah. And you still have it all it did was extract THC and we thought we were doing something. And now it's it's the new norm. I know, right? It's like fucking commercialized now and shit like that. And it's like holy fuck, dude. It's like we used to do this shit. Like we used to we used to make our own shit, dude. Like dude, I remember making tea before it became like commercialized. Like before it was a thing. Yeah, like I used to make tea all the time from plants that I grew and happened to not bud or something like that or i fucking killed them i'll just make tea out of them and get <laughs> fucked up i mean you, you never throw away the plant on some real that's why when i start growing my my legal plants like once they die and i harvest them and stuff like that i'm using every bit of that stem tea plant, man stem tea stem tea i'm gonna get um i'm gonna get uh trichomes from them i'm gonna shake all my trim and shit like that get trichomes Smash him into some fucking rosin. I mean, he's trying to go back to his caveman days. I know, dude. Like it. But I love all forms of THC. But concentrates, I like concentrate edibles. Okay, back to edibles. I think why I don't really like edibles too much is because I'll eat them for reviews and stuff like that. But I'm not going to be the guy to go out and buy something for my own consumption and stuff like that. I don't know, man, because... You know, I Mr. Mean, Mr. Coffee got it got it his, down, bro. Yes, his Mr. Is Coffee good. got it down. See, but I guess they just hit me different than a lot of people because, like, one time when we first started messing with Mr. Coffee, he gave us his edibles when we first started making them just to try them out on the show. He gave me this fucking, 
like uh, Fruity Pebbles bar, and it was uh, a thousand milligrams. And it was amazing. And I ate half of it and waited about an hour, and I was like, oh, I'm not feeling nothing. So I ate the other half, and like an hour later, I didn't feel nothing. So I hit Tommy up, and I'm like, yo, everybody else is fucked up. But like, what's wrong with me? I'm not an edibles guy, and I'm, it's not. And this me. is what I was talking about. Yeah, it was like, works for some people, but it didn't. Exactly. It wasn't for you. And it was, it was like I felt a change in my body. Obviously, you felt just the buzz. tidy bit. But then he was like, oh, well, well, some people just don't take it like that. He's like, maybe your body just digested it so fast you didn't get the effects of it. It didn't metabolize. So in he your had system. a bunch of candies, and I ate the lollipop. That I always yeah, give your the wife. I ate a lollipop, bro. Thirty minutes later, bro, I was like spinning. It was like yeah, that lollipop was amazing. Dude. Yeah, and it was nuts. Like the lollipop <laughs> threw me for a fucking loop. And then I came down off the high, and I was like, okay, well, the edibles didn't work, but the lollipop fucked me up. So I waited the next day, and I was like, fuck, it, I'm gonna do this lollipop. Ate the whole lot. I'm talking about couple licks crunch crunch ate it all wow bro i was down for like a day and a half bro like it was you weren't supposed to ingest it that fast yeah it was it was fun and then ever since then i really i do gummies because i can control the gummies more because there's more yeah because it's micro dosing micro dosing is the shit like i can do that but the edibles i won't spend money on them i'll do them for the show for people to review it and stuff like that. But me, I wouldn't spend money on edibles to be completely. Edibles, it's not per se the thing for me. I mean, I like them. But like you said, I'm not going to go out and purchase them for myself. And like my wife, that's more for her. I'm, yeah, of course. I'm the smoker. I'm the flower guy. I'll, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, same here. And then plus when it comes to flower, man, if you got good flower, you're almost guaranteed to get high no matter how you do it. And yeah. Nine times out of ten, it works. I mean, I've had some flower that's. I look at it and be like, holy shit, this shit is going to fuck me up. And I'll smoke it and be like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah, that it wasn't shit is that great. Stupid. I mean, I came around those. I mean, you live and you learn. I mean, but there's different kind of, maybe that flower just, maybe that flower didn't that was hit that, me the that right was way. That was the bad cut of it. Yeah. That's I all mean, that was. That was a bad harvest. And I mean, flower for me all day. And of course, flower for you. Let me check my notes real quick. See what else I have. Oh. Um, they're becoming more and more legal around the United States in certain, uh, states. Uh, well, what's your take on, uh, like psychedelic mushrooms? Like just, we're not going to talk about none of the crazy. I'm just talking about straight up mushrooms, like natural mushrooms. Like I wanted to talk about, um, acid, but I, that's kind of too extreme. Acid is too, too lucid for me. Yeah. That's a, that's a little, that's a little hard, but on the, the mushroom front, yeah. I mean, if it has a medicinal use, then yeah. Other than just tripping, yeah. I mean, I've tried it. Don't get me wrong. I've I've tried shrooms before, and yeah, that's not for me. See, <laughs> see that's not for me. When bro. it comes for me for shrooms, um, I like to microdose. Try to microdose. I know uh, me, Mountman's dabbled in it a couple times. A couple uh, guys who had some one-up bars wanted us to review them and stuff. I mean, like he one all in stuff like that. I mean, I microdose myself throughout the whole night, which that I tend to learn if you microdose. Was that the one that, was that, the one that I had? Uh, is it? I'm not sure. I'm the not, little the the little squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would that was nice. That was nice, but 
I've had a couple of bad experiences. Yeah, I mean, my first time ever tripping on shrooms, it was, it was not a good experience. I didn't, I enjoyed it, but the guy who I did it with, he had a bad trip, so it forced me to have a bad trip. Right. And uh, because he was freaking out, and um, another one of our childhood friends was with us as well, and he ate a whole fucking eighth of shrooms and didn't fucking feel none. Like I was like. What the fuck? Like, how does that happen? Yeah, how the fuck does that happen? But no, it was like me and him, and we were, he was just like tripping. Dude, we walked around our neighborhood with just socks on. It was nuts. Like, we had a fucking crazy night. I kind of remember this experience. And, <laughs> and it all started over fucking NCAA football. We were all playing NCAA football on the PlayStation 4, no, PlayStation 3. And uh, I don't think the 4 was out yet. Uh, yeah. And we played one game, and me and the other guy that was tripping on the shrooms we just fucking trip balls dude like just started going nuts like it was fucking crazy but after that i, I took shrooms microdosing throughout college um because my college roommate was real big into the like literally microdosing he would do like a gram a day oh, and wow. then work his way up and stuff like that and right. do like on the weekends do like a fucking quad it's like a fucking, functionality type thing yeah and he was completely he was a football player he completely played football everything and he microdosed with shrooms because for one shrooms is one of shroom, the shrooms that he took he took alberni alberni whites or so some there's shit specific, like that there's different, yeah, there's different so it's kind of like different strains of yes, flower but it's yes. different strains and of mushrooms. those strands though that specific strain he microdosed helped him with muscle spasms and cramps and that was specifically what he, why he did it. See, he that's perfect. He didn't do it to get fucked up. And so there, like that. He yeah. Just, see, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if it was strictly for just getting shit faced, then nah. But if it has like medicinal use, then yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to like when he used to have class and shit. I'd have to go to like the dude and buy the shrooms for him and stuff like that. And like, dude, he would have his whole fucking setup in his room, and he would weigh it out to, like, the 10th degree and wow. cut it up and shit like that. And sometimes he'll drink it. Sometimes he'll eat it. Sometimes he'll have a salad and sprinkle it on it. But it, it, That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, but he was never – there's one time where we went to a – he wasn't a pot, sm a pot smoker. Holy shit. He wasn't a flower smoker. He didn't do none of the THC stuff. Right. He wasn't a drinker. I mean, there's times where he's, like – can we can i come out with you guys and i'm like yeah sure i mean we're gonna be smoking smoking weed and shit he's like okay well i'll take like three grams or something like that and Whoa. i'll get a little spicy and i'm like oh okay cool and he would trip but he could do everything see but that like, that's that's the good thing he was he was the functioning like i wouldn't say tripper because he wasn't like tripping in a bad sense it was more he was of a, a functional psychedelic user basically yeah, yeah and he was a hippie without even knowing it I mean, and, and he was, I mean, he was a white guy from Manassas, Virginia. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he was out in the boonies. So, I mean, but he did it because I asked him one day, like, is he fucking be taking them? How did I, he stumble across that? I mean, like, oh, medically. Um, He said he took a uh, class in, in um, high school, biology class. And in one of the sections, they learn about um, the medical uses of psychedelics compared to THC. Oh, wow. And CBD and stuff. And. He really he found a he found a shroom that helped him with his problem in football muscle spasms and cramps right. and he took them and he said he never gets them like even That's awesome. he, like he would go through a practice without drinking water and never catch a cramp cool. and shit Lucky like that him, yeah right <laughs> Lucky him and I mean he turned me on to try microdosing with him because cramps were my enemy in football because I'm a big guy right dude. so when it was hot it requires a lot it, of, yeah yeah dude. 
But Don't I mean, trust me, I know. <laughs> I tried, but I guess I didn't stick with it long enough because I microdosed with them for like a month. Right. But like towards the end, when I got more and more ingested, more and more throughout the week. Right. Like I was tired. Like it's like my body would peak. It was like a side effect. Yeah, I was like very tired in it. And then it hindered me in football practice one day. And then after that, because I was there on scholarship, so I would have to perform in football. So after that, like after a practice where my coach was like, dude, are you feeling okay? Are you sick or something? Because you're not. You're, you're not, not, you're not performing you like you yeah. typically are. And then I stopped instantly, boom, done, and I turned it right was, back yeah, to normal. Dude. But, I mean, I worked out the cramps. But once we actually got a, a good enough doctor to knew what he was doing, because my first year, the doctor there, was he was a jackass. But once we actually got a doctor that we knew what he was doing, he knew how to fix my cramps and stuff like that because he would use IVs and stuff like that. and I Tens units? Yeah, and... and so basically, when it comes down to that, if if it's for you, it's for you. But it's like, but that's pretty much like with anything, yeah. because there's people out there who swear by papers, won't touch a yeah, Dutch, won't touch a nothing, nothing like, but a paper, won't even smoke a bowl. No, like it has to be fucking has to paper. be in a paper. But I mean, if it's for you, it's for you, man. I mean, I guess that's what we got to say. Um, oh, real, and, and I want to talk to you. I never really got to talk more. Um. What is your expectations for the new laws in Virginia for the uh, legalization of recreational and almost on the bridge of uh, actually selling it? Okay, so they already decriminalized it to an extent because it's not fully decriminalized because if you get caught with more than you're supposed to have, you're still going to end up in trouble. But what they should be able to do is reverse a lot of these charges that are brought against people because there's people who are serving... Oh, crazy yeah, oh, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess because I wasn't in jail or not currently in jail and it was like fucking 10 years ago. But um, I got a letter when the decriminalization happened. I actually got a letter from the courthouse saying they, they literally expunged my possession. The possession charge. charge. Like literally took it off. my. The, it's not even in like backlogging or nothing. They completely wiped it. So that was exciting. But there's still people in prison. Yeah, like for, that's what I'm saying. For maybe a half a pound, they go to prison for 15 years. Like, but there's still people in prison. Like, and I know it's a process. Excuse, excuse, excuse. It's, it's okay. So but, this is what I feel like is going to happen. Eventually, they're going to have to drop all charges when it comes to that, to an extent. Yeah. Because of course, you know, there's people out there who get caught with pounds, and that's not the only thing they had. So yes, we're exactly. we're, we're going to put that out there too. We can't yeah. just strictly flour, no guns, yeah, no coke, nothing, nothing else. Strictly flour. Strictly flour. I feel like they should be cut somewhat of a break because yes, they did break the law because <laughs> it wasn't legal yet. Exactly. But now that it is, or it's on its way to being, because it's 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 legal it's, to a point. Yeah, there's a lot of gray still, and it's hard because you can possess it, but you can't buy it. Yes. So, but see, where the people serve in time, time, I honestly think well, once when it gets in full motion in 2024, maybe even now, they should just be like time served. Like it's still going to be on your record, but time served. Like you're done. It, you're in a two. You're in your second year of a 20 year sentence. Time served. You're done. Right. Bye. You're you're good. <coughs> we're we're not going to take the. We're not going to take the charge away because it was a big charge, but you're done. Like, yeah. go ahead. Like, move in. Taxes will go down. 
especially at like a state ran prison, taxes will go down because we pay taxes Bruh. towards we pay Portsmouth taxes prison. on everything. Yeah. Portsmouth prison, you, you pay taxes. Like I feel bad for the city of Portsmouth because they pay like city taxes for the fucking court Just and for it state to run. taxes for the court. But uh, it, it's hard because of, like there's certain people out there, like you said, like oh I should be out of jail because I had marijuana, I got I got caught. But what but about you the, also what forgot. about the sixteen guns and right. like you're a fucking six time felon already like like, like come that, on dude yeah like, dude, you're <laughs> you're 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 over with yeah that's like you're you're gonna go to jail and you're not gonna get released like this guy <coughs> over here got literally caught <coughs> with his kid or driving his kid to school drops his kid off okay, drives I, home okay and don't boom. endanger a child that oh, that yeah, see definitely. that see that's a touchy subject because we're saying okay it's only marijuana but now you know see and that's that's where still, the gray is yeah there's still no law there, there's a law stating when you drive to transport your marijuana you're supposed to put it in a locked container in your back seat but there's no law stating that a child can be in there or not so when if cop what if you get pulled over and the cop is like okay uh do you have marijuana on you i smell marijuana do you have marijuana on you Yes, that is it. no longer probable cause. Oh, I'm just using it to get along a whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, okay, I see your shirt. Okay, you have a, you have a marijuana shirt on. Do you have marijuana in the car? Yes, I do, sir. Is it in a lockbox? Yes, it is. Why is that child in your car with marijuana in the car? There's no law stating yeah, that. Yeah, there's no that, – that's so, a circumstance. So, and I hate to say it, but those interactions are going to be – the well, down will somewhat of a downfall for it, it. It will be. Plus, those interactions will probably be okay. Just say, I'm trying not to get into it because we keep non politics and every stereo, everything out of this show. But uh, to in order to go on with what I'm trying to say, it's going to come down to culture on the cop who is pulling over that person. It's very gonna, true. It, it's going to go by true. the culture of that person inside that vehicle with that kid and marijuana in the car. Very true. And because it's, it's sad to say, yeah, but different areas experience different things. In the cop's mind, there's safe. a child. There's a child. There, in there. There's a child in there. Most, I hate to say it, but nine times out of ten, the cop is going to be like, "Okay, well, don't pull it out. Don't do this. Don't do that," and then move on. Which is like, give the ticket for said offense and move on. Right. But if the other culture is in the said vehicle that cop can say well i'm protected there's no law so hey sir why is there a kid in the car with marijuana well it's locked away oh, that, 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 no, that, that doesn't, doesn't matter mean nothing why is there a kid near like literally yes. the box is under the kid's seat why is it fucking there and then Boom. life happens and Bullshit there it happens. goes and they next need thing you the, know it's the next viral video on it, facebook exactly so that's why and our all it was was a, a, a misunderstanding a mis of in, two in cultures in, in in within the law and that's why our lawmakers need to hurry up and take these gray areas and make it law like state if you don't want us to travel in the car with marijuana and children make a law just right. tell us make a law and then if anything happens i'm not going to say it's his fault or his fault if anything happens if he broke the law he broke the law that's I, it. I, I mean, yeah, but yeah, because it's all. Cause, it really all comes down to the cop and the person in the car. Exactly, because the cop in worst. Sorry to say this, and bring keep bringing cops into it, but at the end of the day, and the end of that experience, the cop is going to interpret the law how he sees fit. Yep. Because there's no law stating 
that he has to do this. Yeah, so but there's also no law stating that, that he can let him go. Yeah, exactly. So what he's going to do being hopefully he'll get the good cop. But if he's a douche, he's going to be like, you know what? The law today says that no kids can be near marijuana in the and car. And that's it. And then it's fucking. It's a lost next, cause. It, yeah, exactly. So, but it was all over some flour. Exactly. So these lawmakers, I understand we're in transitioning of a new governor coming next year in the state of Virginia. But our new lawmakers need to get in there and say, okay, we have these as laws. Well, we had an incident with a cop where he did this, this, and this, but there was marijuana in, the, in with a kid in the car, but the marijuana was locked away, but the cop still arrested the father. We need to fix this. We need to make right. it like. So that was the experience that they pulled it from. Exactly. So I don't want experiences to come because if a cop. If but a, that's the only way we learn. That's it, how history is created. Exactly. If someone doesn't experience but it once, how are we going to fix it? Hopefully with like reports and stuff around Virginia, when the new governor gets in, they're <laughs> like, okay, let me see the reports on these marijuana stuffs. Okay, cool. We pulled over 150 people with children in the car, but the lockbox had the walk on it. Marijuana was in the lockbox away from the child up under the seat. And all the cops never, doesn't matter what culture you were, all the cops let those people go. Hey, don't pull it out. Don't do this. Don't do it around your kid. Da, 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 da. And there you go. So the lawmakers need to be like, okay, well, the cops are okay with that. So you can have kids in the car with your marijuana, but it has to be locked away. And then they need to make it a law. Well, they, they, it, okay. So give it, give it a, what do you call it? Give it a set boundary, just like having a firearm. There you go. I wasn't even fucking put, okay. There, but like, give okay. it a set boundary, just like having a exactly, firearm. Exactly. Exactly. Like, the, like the cops expect you, like, it depends on the firearm. If you have a concealed weapon, if you have a concealed weapon, you can only keep it in a concealed weapons license. Okay, we're talking open carry. Uh, open carry. Yes. Okay, so the only place you can hide a gun in open carry is your glove, glove department. That's the only place you can hide it at. So why not be like the gun? If a kid's in the car, move your marijuana to the glove department. And then the, it's nowhere near the kid. Oh, of course, and you, it, and you can lock, lock it. And you, you lock it up. But it's like you can travel with a gun with a kid within the car. But if you have a concealed weapon, the gun can't be in the reach of the child yep. within the car. So ditto, ditto it. Just put instead of gun, marijuana or however they're going to say it. In and of course, there's always going to be a loophole somewhere because there's going to be that one guy. But put a boundary on it. Yeah, exactly. Put, put a boundary on it and don't let the. The laws are going to what are going to protect me and you like that's a, we would think the law. We would hope we would hope because that the every law, law is supposed us. to be created with Intent the mindset of it's gonna help helping the people, everybody. It's in the people. They're making the laws themselves. It's supposed to protect everybody. But with the laws in gray areas with marijuana, it, I guess, startles me that they're given the power to the cop. Of the said incident. Just to, due to interpretation. To do their interpretation of the gray laws. Because, like, with an event, it's private property. And if the cop comes up, he can't come on private property without a warrant. Da, da, da. Okay, cool. But that cop knows that there's weed being sold in there. The cop fucking knows. Of course. Of course. But there's no... But there's no the lawmakers law, took no away law. those probable causes laws <laughs> where he don't if he smells marijuana is his yeah, private there's property, no probable cause for yeah, that is he walks up to the private property. Can I come in? No, exactly. Do, do you have a warrant? 
No, I don't. Okay, you need to leave. But I smell marijuana. Okay, it's private property. We yes, can smoke now. Exactly. So there gives no probable cause. That cop will walk away knowing that there's that, weed, that there's in, weed there. in there. But there's but nothing legally with they the can do. the new laws, they took that all away. But what they need to do is make those new laws more interpretable to to the cop. To the cop. To For the cop can be like, you know what? I'm not going to make a fuss today because there's marijuana in the car in the lockbox. So I'm just going to let him go. They need to make a law stating to the officer, if there's weed in the car mm-hmm. with the kid and the kid can't grab it from its seat, right. leave that motherfucker alone and let yeah, him go about he's his not, He's not trying to endanger anyone. He's, he's not. He's just being a respectful law person transporting You're the obviously law-abiding if you have exactly. it in a lockbox or in your glove box or somewhere out of reach of the child. So, like, the laws need to hurry up because for some reason... Because of how marijuana stigma is, for some reason, if we don't put the right governor in office, it's just going to go back to normal. Like not even normal. Go back to the status quo. Yeah. So right, so happy. So, like so, I have a I have a question for you. And okay, here it is. How do you feel about kids, younger kids? knowing what marijuana is okay um i'm if you've listened to the round table or to any 420 news <laughs> any of those i am a advocate in education of marijuana with children under the age of 21 and uh, uh sorry to say children under the age of 21 but persons under the age of 21 of the legal age of the living. legal age i believe it should be approached like guns when you teach your child how you use a gun, how to properly clean the gun, how to do this, not saying that the child should go shoot the gun. Right. But if you are a smoker or a, a ingester of marijuana and you have a child or children, mm-hmm. you should tell the children what you're doing and why you're doing it and the safe way I, they am doing it. And this is not to be taunted around town or... This and that, it, it should be respected. Like right. it, it, it's a pri- it's more of a. It's more, it's more of an now. educational tool than it, anything. Exactly. Like my daughter is eleven, and she has walked up to me since becoming legal in Virginia, where I smoke openly, where I really don't give a fuck. Right. I mean, I don't let my kids be around it, but like I'm in the yard, right, doing it on my property, and my daughter asks, like, I know you're not smoking cigarettes. What are you smoking? And I'm like, listen, sat down, had a real conversation with her. That's how you have to do it, man. Listen. Kids understand more nowadays than we did at their exactly. age. Exactly. So I explained to her, I, I am smoking what is called marijuana. I use the proper terms, a marijuana. Right. Um, it is a, um, it is not a drug anymore. So I didn't use the word drug. I was like, it is a psychoactive um, plant. That when you take the fruit of the plant, which is flour, mm-hmm. and you grind it up and you ingest it by eating it, smoking it, or what have you, right? You get psychedelic effects. You 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 get effects where you, you you're like high, like you feel like I try to use words. But how would you how would you describe high? Because I try I, I, I tried used to aerobic. explain it to my daughter. Used, my daughter's ten. I used aerobic and then explained to her the definition of aerobic. Like, okay. Yeah. So basically, getting to your europic state is like you are blissful. It's the a best feeling. feeling. It's yes. So I explained one word that I could 
say that I can explain about a high and she understood the definition. Right. And she's basically like, and then she asked me, so no. And then I asked and I told her, so I'm sorry. I told her, listen, when I bring you a new toy that you didn't expect that you're getting and it's something that, that you wanted me. and I show it to you what happens and she's like, I get so excited and happy and I just feel like the greatest person in the world. Well, that's how I feel when I ingest the flower. And she was like, oh, okay. It makes sense. Yes. So, and I told her it was completely legal. I just can't do it around her. She can't do it in my presence or she can't do it period right. until she's the age of 21. And she respects the boundary of the shed, of the studio. Right. Because in the studio, that's where I do my business and keep it away from the kids. Exactly. So, I mean, it's it's all about education when it comes to that. I mean, it's it's just education. you got to teach them. Like, and let them make up their mind when they become of age if they want to do it or not. If they don't want to do it and they hate it, that's their opinion. And, and you got to respect it. I mean, it's your child. I mean... I mean, it's all it's all about education. That's what we preach on the show a lot is education. Follow your laws. Make sure you do what the law says. Don't give the new governor any excuses to overturn this bill. Yeah, because I it's for one, it's going to be a plus for the people, and it's going to be a plus for the state. It is. It's going to bring in a lot of revenue. Look at Colorado, Delaware. No, Connecticut. Connecticut not Delaware. D.C.? D.C., Oregon, Washington State. Like mm. the Emerald Triangle, like all bro, Colorado, yeah, all them guys. <laughs> like literally, I remember when Colorado was the first state to recreationally sell marijuana to the public. It opened cities, city blocks, bro. Like put fire stations at the old firehouses, put police there, schools were it rebuilt. It rebuilt it, a lot of places. It, exactly, like it literally, like. This was years and years and years and years. Dude, it was when it was a Texaco up at the corner. That's how wow. long it was. I remember looking at the newspaper and it was like uh, Boulder, Colorado pulls in like $6.5 million, like the first day in revenue on, le- on the record. Ridiculous. Like, do you know what that could do for your city? $6.5 million for your city, bro? That in could a do day. a lot. In, in a, a day. day. And... That could do a lot, man. I mean, look, look. I'm, I can't even say certain parts of California, and I'm not blaming the state of California, California for any of their problems. I'm bl- I can blame some Californians for being kind of Lulu in the head, but I blame their leaders. But California, if California got right, man, they make millions of dollars off sweet, like millions, and. A lot of that goes to the billion dollar industry. It is. And and people need to get people need to be ready for it because it's gonna happen. Like it's gonna renewable resources, new dude, forms of energy, medicine. Yes. Like in medicine is like the forefront. Like this is what made marijuana what marijuana is today was the medicine aspect of it. And then everybody's like, Oh, you just smoke it to smoke it. You don't smoke it because you got a headache, da da da. This is but no, that stigma is now gone in certain areas. So now it needs to be a big ass push for everything because, like you but just you said, need the, you need the pushback. You need the pushback from the representatives from each state exactly. in order to get this federally funded. Exactly. And there are a few people out there that want to push it, and I respect those leaders that want to do it because they just want to get it done and over with. 
I don't understand why they just don't do it because all you got to do is say, okay, because everybody can sell weed, everybody can smoke weed, but guess what? But that wouldn't work. We're going to tax you. We're just going to tax the shit out of you. People will do it. Look at cigarettes. Dude, cigarettes. Like, yeah, have you ever watched the uh, the whole cigarette? I forget what it was called on Netflix. No. If you didn't pay taxes on cigarettes, your pack of cigarettes will cost $2. What? You're paying upwards at like 90% taxes on cigarettes. Cigarettes cost nothing. Their, their biggest expenditure is keeping their crops alive. But most of their crops, they outsource to their crops. They go like camels, Turkish. Yeah, but anyway, like camel, they go to Turkey. They get Turkish tobacco. I, I mean, taxes would, it, like you said, I mean, it, it would work, but it wouldn't. Because taxes could ruin the industry. Because that means they're going to have to pay their labor more because they're going to want to work more. And they keep their crops going. And then another thing is... When their profits start sliding, they're going to pay their, their their work less to make more profit or this, so on and so forth. I, I mean, taxes is a good thing, but I think they're going to taxes tax only work. Taxes only work when it's something that can be controlled, honestly, because yeah. you can't you can't control that. Just like the whole oil trade thing. You can't control that. Yeah, you can't. I mean, that's why our prices fluctuate so much like throughout the day. I mean. Dude, I've seen it go up and down and down and up <laughs> in one fucking day, dude. Like, it's fucking, it's nuts. But anyway, uh, producer is calling it a show. Um, Token has to ride out of here, so we're going to call it. Um, thank you so much for coming and getting on this show. And uh, I apologize for last night. We were supposed to do this last night, but I had a migraine, so we called it. And uh, we did it this morning, oh, this Evening, this afternoon this afternoon late afternoon yeah like early evening yeah right so thank you for being on the show once again and uh, always a pleasure they'll being here. always uh they'll always know when you're coming back but uh you guys have a wonderful evening morning and afternoon where whoever's listening wherever you are remember keep your tinfoil hats and your bowls close you never know what may happen token out